Hi, this is Trey, prayer and fasting. Our focus this week is Christ's command to follow me. Today we're going to be considering one of Jesus' more difficult teachings. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up the cross, and follow me. So first off, what does this mean to take up a cross and follow after Jesus? The way I currently understand this phrase is that when someone takes up a cross, they are carrying someone else's burdens, or they are willing to suffer for the sake of another person's sin. For you to take up a cross is to embrace someone else's mess and take it upon yourself, just like Jesus did for you. And there are many ways to go about doing this. In fact, Jesus gives us some ideas in Matthew chapter 25. You can invite the hungry to your table. Visit the prisoner make sure their needs are met. Welcome the foreigner into your own home. One way that my family has collectively chosen to carry a cross is through foster care. In foster care, you share your family and your home with kids that are currently displaced from their own families. In doing so, sometimes their family suffering becomes your family suffering. So why on earth would anyone choose to do such a thing? Well, Here's why. Because by doing so, we show a watching world what Jesus is like. And I'll be honest, there are good days, but there are also bad days. Someday it's very fulfilling and you'll feel close to God, but then there's the other days when you'll be full-blown shouting at the sky, feeling like God has forsaken you. And just like Jesus emerged on the other side of the cross with nail-scarred hands and a wound in his side, You and your family will likely come out on the other side with some wounds of your own. But don't be afraid of the wounds. Don't fear the nail scars. Because your weaknesses that are revealed by suffering will give you a channel through which you can experience God's own strength. Now, I understand that the decision to carry a cross is very different when you've got kids in your home already. I mean, it's one thing to follow Jesus into a storm all alone with just your spouse. But it's a completely different thing to go into a storm with a boat full of kids. And Naomi and I, we've done both. We've said yes to foster care when we've had no kids. And we've also said yes when we had three. And I'll say this about the latter experience. If the goal of parenting is to produce kids that can sit still in church, or to present a well-polished image of how well-ordered your life is, then taking up a cross in any form is going to get in the way of that goal. But if the goal is instead to raise up kids who are also capable and willing to take up a cross of their own one day, then they will need to be shown how. After all, discipleship is, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11, follow me as I follow Christ. And here's what's been on my mind lately. What if the best way to keep your kids in the faith isn't for them to learn about the cross abstractly or in a book, but for them to experience it alongside of you, for them to witness firsthand God carrying your whole family back up out of the pit, and to learn that the scars and the wounds we pick up along the way aren't something to be hidden, like the holes in the hands of Jesus tangible signs that testify to the Father's faithfulness. 
What if the way to galvanize your kid against doubt isn't apologetics? It's not debate, but for them to taste and see firsthand the miraculous provision of God. Now, as a father, I, I love to spare my children from suffering. It's not pleasant, but there is no avoiding it. It is part of the narrow way. And it's a parent's job to teach their children not to avoid suffering, but how to endure it. Teach your children how to maintain a hope in the dark night of the soul. And teach them when it storms how to dance in the rain and maintain joy. The heavenly kingdom works by different rules in the earthly kingdoms. And at times, the logic may even seem upside down. See, heavenly kingdom values... They don't work by legal decree up and high. They don't work if God himself chisels them upon stone or dictates them to be written upon a scroll. They don't work by us just seeing them up on a PowerPoint or on a flanograph with pictures. Kingdom values need to be carved onto our very hearts. They need to be lived out, experienced in order to be understood. And by picking up a cross and following after Christ, we will experience what it feels like to be pressed but not crushed, unsure of our future but not driven to despair. In 2 Corinthians 4, Paul tells us that when our own bodies share in the death of Jesus through our suffering, our bodies will also make evident the life of Jesus to a watching world. So if you're currently managing your own load well, then I encourage you to take up a cross by sharing in someone else's burdens. Open up your heart. Open up your home. But if you're, you're currently in a season of suffering already, then I'd encourage you to have hope. Because if you own Christ, then you are not forsaken. And you will not be crushed. And you are not alone. Let's pray. Father, even when Jesus felt forsaken on the cross, he wasn't. You were still there, making sure not one of his bones would be broken. And he even made a new friend, a thief, willing to share in the scorn. And in his final moments before entering death, he didn't feel alone. I pray that our church can continue to be a place of healing shelter in the storm for the bruised and the broken and i pray that among us those with us with heavy burdens can find friends friends who become better than family to help them carry their burdens and i pray that you give the eyes of christ to those among us who are managing their own loads well that they may see their brother's burdens and their neighbor's burdens as their own amen (music) 